0: Welcome to the Sweet Tooth Vegan Podcast. This is an extension of my food blog, sweettoothshea.com. I am your host, Shalina.
1: So, Hohana Chronicles is a wellness and lifestyle blog that I created. Basically, it's dedicated to helping busy women create a wellness lifestyle that they love minus the stress. (laughs) So on the site, um, you can find simple wellness resources related to things like health, plant-based recipes, mindful living, self-care, natural living, um, you know, in everyday life.
0: Nice. And when did you start it?
1: um, I started, like, I created the website, well, um, because I did it myself, So probably like late 2016, but I didn't launch the blog until about March 2017. Okay. Yep. um, I'm a holistic health coach and it just happened this year. So I'm really excited about that. Um, Congrats. Thank you. (laughs) So uh, that's my new venture that's happening this year. Um, And I offer right now, I'm just offering one-on-one health coaching. Um, but I hope to soon offer like group coaching, um, and do some workshops, um, as well, you know, to, uh, help, you know, people that way. So I'm really excited.
0: Right. Okay. that's awesome. So is that connected to the Wholehearted Chronicles or is that separate?
1: Um, I connect them, uh, just to make it easier on (laughs) myself. Um, So if you go on my website at wholeheartochronical.com, I have a work with me section. Um, So you can just click that and then like you'll see um, the health coaching program that I have.
0: Awesome. Um, Yeah, I I find that now like that I'm on Instagram more, there's a lot of pages on holistic health. And Mm -hmm. what what would you, how would you define that?
1: That's a really good question. Um, So my take on holistic health It's just, um, in a nutshell, just, like, taking care of the person as a whole. Um, So taking into account, like, your mental, your social, and, like, lifestyle factors um, rather than just symptoms, you know, that may surface. So to kind of sum it up, it's just, like, taking care, you know, of everything, like your mind, body, and your soul.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's important because sometimes, you know, like, if we're not feeling well or if we're sick, we just look at the physical.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, it's, it's good to look at other factors. Yeah,
1: exactly. That's kind of what drew me to it. Um, because like over my life journey, um, I've noticed that, you know, every time I got sick, you know, or every time that something was wrong, it was like, okay, well, what kind of pill can I take? Or let me go to the doctor and then, you know, they'll give you something to take for it. Um, not knowing, you know, that we have the power to heal our own bodies. Um, You know, like, there's medication is used, you know, for good reasons, but it doesn't have to be all the time. You know, you can actually take control of your health and be in the driver's seat. So I was like, you know, I really want to empower people to be able to take um, charge of their, you know, own health and um, know that their bodies are actually, you know, like, really powerful.
0: Yeah, like, we don't really... I guess in our society, we don't really think about that. Like, we actually have a, that power
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: to, um, yeah, take care of our health. Uh, we just rely on doctors. And doctors are great. But, like you said, we also have that power and exactly. responsibility, I Yeah. Yeah, and I, I find that, like, in recent times, I've come across um some resources online of just everyday like natural um things you find in the grocery store that could heal like for example sore throats or the flu Mm -hmm.
1: like
0: like simple things like garlic cloves
1: right it's like who knew
0: (laughs) you know yeah Elderberries.
1: Exactly. Like, soursop. Like, there were so many things that I had to learn, you know, about that I was just, like, not aware of. I was like, well, where was I at? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned on your blog you have plant-based
0: recipes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Are you a vegan? I'm assuming you're a vegan.
1: Um, yeah, I'm a vegan. I just like to use the term um, plant-based. Like, that's my personal term of choice. Um. Okay. So uh, when you go on my site, it's also vegan, like the plant-based recipes that I have there, vegan as well.
0: Right. <laughs> okay, so it's just the, the term you just prefer. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Okay, right, cool. And how long have you been plant-based?
1: So um, it's been a journey, but right now it's been I think about a year and a half, a little over a year and a half. Um, you know, is like is when I got really, uh, stern with it. <laughs> um, but my journey has been years, like it's been years in the making. So it just didn't, you know, happen overnight. Um, cause I used to be addicted to sugar. I used to eat, you know, <laughs> meat, all of that stuff, pork, beef, fish, shrimp.
0: Thank <laughs> um, you.
1: and so, um It's been years, like you know, small steps over time, a transition to get here.
0: Do you mind sharing a little bit about your story? Or... Yeah,
1: no problem. Um, let me know if I ramble. I
0: like listening to people's
1: stories, <laughs> interesting
0: and inspiring.
1: Oh, awesome! Okay. Take your time. <laughs> Um, so like I said, I was, um, I, I was basically on a standard American diet, you know, as most people, um, in America, I guess, cause you're in Canada. Um, and I, you know, was addicted to sugar. So I loved like roll ups, Twizzlers, Laffy Taffy, you know, all that stuff. Like mm-hmm. I ate it, um, and like, you know, sugary cereals, Fruit loops, apple jack, cinnamon toast crunch. Um yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I used to love cinnamon <laughs> toast crunch. The
1: taste you can see. So I was just like <laughs> <laughs> and I and like it, I did it all. Um and you know, and then like like I said, I ate meat. So um, you know, that was normal and it's still kinda normal, you know, with my family. Um, so beef, chicken, shrimp, all that. Um and over time um my body it just you know it kind of started i guess not slowing down but you know like i i kind of took it as oh i'm just getting older but you know it was like acid reflux would pop up um then you know mm-hmm. joints start hurting <laughs> and oh. um and I was like oh my gosh like i'm 20 like what is what's going on um So then I, you know, I kind of started looking into health more, um, you know, researching things, um, looking at documentaries and stuff like that. And um, also what started happening at that time, um, friends and family that I knew were passing away, you know, at alarming rates, you know, from things like um, high blood pressure, cancer, um, diabetes. Like, it was just crazy. Um, So I was like, you know, I was like, I really... um, want to try to do something different in my life where I like the hospital is not something that I'm, you know, gonna have to see in the next few years. Um, okay. So, like I said, I, you know, watch documentaries, read books and things like that. So I was slowly but surely trying to transition, like making small steps, um, trying to uh, like cut out dairy. So for a bump, it would be like, okay, let me cut out the dairy then next it's like all right well let me try to change my sugary cereals um so I would like get like kashi or something that I thought was you know good at the time um and you know it just happened over time then uh what happened in like my mid-20s um I found out that I had a small benign tumor on my pituitary gland and um that kind of like knock me into high gear like it was like all right <laughs> like what wait sorry what age did you say In
0: your yeah
1: class? it was about like 24 or so oh, Yes. No. um so I'm gonna be 29 um so and people are like always shocked about that they're like what you're almost 30 <laughs> yeah, you <look> <laughs> thank you young. um so, no, so-
0: I, I look young and sound young too I'm Turning twenty seven. Oh nice.
1: Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah you don't look twenty seven either. So I'm <laughs> sure you get that a lot as well. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, so at that time, you know, is when I really started focusing, you know, and getting serious, um and you know, learning all that I can about like holistic health and how to heal your body. So in a nutshell oh. <laughs> that's what my journey was like. The the thing that kind of like switched in my mind was when I learned that like how cancer operates in your body um just knowing that it feeds off of acidity so and it's like okay well oh crap acidity is like processed sugar you know what I mean and that's all I eat (laughs) you know so (laughs) so it's like everyone
0: that's
1: like every so I was like wow you know like it kind of like put things into perspective you know when i learned that information and it's like the more that i learned the more that i knew the harder it was to go back to things that i was eating so i think that knowledge is definitely um a big factor in you know trying to transition and um, create lasting change
0: yeah for sure like i, I recently learned about the whole acidity acidic foods thing mm-hmm. as well like I didn't know yeah like cancer sicknesses diseases they all flourish in our bodies the more acidic
1: right and it it's like man like why didn't we learn this you know
0: <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's
1: what that too is um what uh I guess you can say motivates me to keep talking about um what I'm talking about It's just you know to put that kind of information out there because I feel like it's lacking, you know, like in school systems and things like that. Like I had no idea, like I didn't know. So I'm like, man, I wish someone told me. So I'm just, you know, trying to spread the knowledge (laughs) and I'll try not to overwhelm people because, you know, like when you know, so much and you just want to like blurt out everything like look at this look at this look at this um yeah so sometimes I have to like catch myself and be like okay like let's just look at this one thing <laughs> right now you know to not overwhelm somebody you know and take it um step by step and day by day
0: right yeah because that's like I don't know about you but that's how I started too. just one day at a time mm-hmm. like, and then transition yeah
1: Exactly, and I think that's most people, like, some people can do it overnight, um, but, you know, change is hard. Creating new habits um, that you're, you know, used to since you were younger, it's, you know, not an easy task, so it takes a lot of um, commitment and time.
0: I totally agree with that, especially because of, like, our environment and our society, like, when it comes to food, everything that's bad for us. They're constantly
1: pushing it right. in our
0: face through commercials. Oh, yeah. and,
1: mm-hmm. um, definitely. I do notice that too as well. It's like, you know, but they're billion dollar companies, you know, and it's like, man, um, trying to talk about fruits and <laughs> vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I guess, I, I don't want to say it's not the norm, um, but it's just not talked about or seen as much, you know, on TV as you were talking about or on, you know, media. Um, so just trying to, you know, put out some images of things like that I try to do.
0: I remember an episode. It's kind of like a s- silly example, but um, are you familiar with the show Glee?
1: I've, I've heard of it and I think I watched bits and Pieces.
0: Yeah, my sister, she was a big fan of it. And I remember watching one episode with her. And there was a character. So it's set in a high mm-hmm. school. And then the principal was talking to one of the singers about her health. And I can't remember the exact details, but she she um, shows the character a broccoli, <laughs> like, a raw broccoli. <laughs> And then she's like, Do you know what this is? And then the student's like, Yeah, it's a toilet stone. <laughs> <laughs> so like, exactly. I know it's kind of a silly example, but like, yeah, sometimes with people, like, vegetables and fruits are not even considered, like, they don't view it as right. food. It's not.
1: No, that, yeah, that so. makes total sense. Um, like, I've I seen something like that. It was like a, a chef, I forgot what chef it was, but he, took some um, fresh fruits and vegetables to some kids in a classroom and he was just asking them, you know, what, what is this? And they really didn't know, you know, what they were because a a lot of times now we get our food in a package, you know, it's like, okay, well, if I have food, I need to open it. You know, I need to unbox it. Um, So just getting back to the basics, like, like I said, a lot of things I had no idea about, like I didn't know what an eggplant looked like. You know, I didn't know what um, a sour stop looked like, and I'm still learning to this day. You know about different fruits and stuff. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's really <laughs> kind of mm-hmm. the plants that are good for us, that are our actual food. Right. In our society, we don't view it as. Mm-hmm.
1: With me um, and my like wholehearted chronicles community, um, I just you know try to meet people where they you know are on their wellness journey. Um, no, you know, no matter where they are, and you know, just try to encourage people to you know eat more plants. You know, like right. okay, well you know try a little bit of this, try a little bit of that. You know, see how this feels in your body. Because um, like I said before, like. It can be foreign, you know, when you're used to having something for so long, when you're used to cooking a certain way for so long, so it it does take time to like understand it a little bit,
0: yeah, that's good that you meet people where they're at. that's the right approach I
1: mm, think. thank you, yeah I think I think it's very important, you know, because, like I said, um, I didn't start here, you know, so. I you know, I totally understand, like I get it. <laughs> you know, of um, mm-hmm. your 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 body's used to eating something, whether it's sugar, you know, whether it's meat. Um and you know, you can crave it because it's like they if it's chemically made, you know, like say like sugar, processed sugar, um, you know, it triggers things in your brain, you know, like so it's like, oh, this is so exciting, this is wonderful. Uh, I just had a cupcake, and <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like it was like designed that way, you know. So just being patient with yourself, you know, while you like try to transition, is key. Right.
0: Like, do you give them meal plans or what sorts of yeah. recommendations? Do you I give them?
1: really want to create some. Um, so I don't have any meal plans yet, but I do like link to um a lot of like recipes that I find with other bloggers too. Um, But what I usually suggest is like just try because everyone, you know, has different taste buds. So I feel like usually, you know, when there's a meal plan, you may not like what's on the meal plan. You know what I mean? Um, So I try to suggest like doing a meatless Monday. Um, So, you know, that's like just slowly transitioning. Like if you wanted to transition out of meat, um, slowly, you know, doing it that way, picking a day and then, you know, slowly adding Um, okay, well, let's do two days this week. All right, next week after that, let's do three days, you know, and going that way or just picking one meat at a time and slowly, you know, transitioning transitioning that out of your diet um, as well. Then um, I suggest um, picking, like, a new fruit or vegetable every week, you know, and trying that, you know, trying some recipes that you might like. Um, and doing it that way and also I think my favorite is picking like your favorite meal so say if it's like pizza <laughs> and you know if it has cheese on it then just try to um, replace ingredients so you know there's like vegan cheese out there now or you can do cheese lists, you know and have um, top your pizza with a whole bunch of veggies you know make your own crust um, so I think that it's also important to kind of keep um familiar foods you know um mm-hmm. like familiar meals that you're used to so everything isn't so foreign so yeah right. so I'll still have like spaghetti pizza um you know things that I enjoy but I'll just change the ingredients in it
0: um yeah I totally agree with that like that's how I learned
1: yeah I mean you know I think that it totally makes sense um Because like everyone is used to different things, you know, like everyone is Mm -hmm. raised, you know, differently. Like it could be like a special meal that you have in your household um, that, you know, other people may not know about, you know, so just trying to get um, different ingredients and um, vegan options to make it, Mm -hmm. you know, how you would want it is, you know, probably um, help, you know, like help you more.
0: Are you a fan of, like, soy tofu?
1: No, <laughs> I I don't eat tofu or soy. I try to avoid it.
0: Yeah, I find there's, like, a, a mixed feelings about that. Like, I know some people, they're for it.
1: Right, yeah.
0: And some vegans, vegetarians, plant-based people. And then there's others that are, like, no, it's, that causes cancer and it's not good for us um like what's your, what's your knowledge my really?
1: outlook um on it's kind of like faux meats to me um mm-hmm. so it's like I think it's a good transitioning tool for people to use so um like I'll suggest like hey you know if you're just transitioning off of me you know try you know this burger like this veggie burger but a lot of times it can have um harmful you know it's like still harmful ingredients in it um mm-hmm. so i think as a transitioning tool it's good um but overall i just would say if you can avoid it then avoid it right i
0: i think the states has it as well but in canada we have this brand called guardian mm-hmm yep yeah it actually came it um originated in british columbia which is in canada oh really i didn't know they, that yeah they have a lot of meatless meat products and like i love them but recently i i came across this post on instagram that talked about how the mock meats they also have preservatives mm-hmm. in them and harmful chemicals yeah. they like they list whole bunch of different brands i was like i know it's like
1: what can i eat (laughs)
0: like (laughs) yeah it was it was a nice treat for sure like
1: yeah and i think you know with anything too it's in moderation so you know if you eat it you know a couple of times like for me at least if i was to have it like it's like okay you know i'm not doing it every single day you know what i mean so i think too it's like um you know don't try not to, not you personally, but try, you know, not to be hard on yourself. So, you know, just try your best at the end of the day is my motto.
0: Yeah. And, like, going back to what we were saying at the beginning with, like, having, like, not eating too much acidic foods, like, making sure our diet is more alkaline. Yeah.
1: You know, and the more you know, um, the easier it is. So.
0: I wanted to talk about, kind of, I wanted to backtrack to when you were, you talked about how you watched documentaries um, when you were transitioning to the plant-based mm-hmm. diet. So what are some of those ones that you've watched that helped
1: you? Um, I like binged on Netflix. <laughs> so I watched quite a few, um, but some that come to mind are What the Health, Fat, um, Sick, and Nearly Dead, Cowspiracy, like after Cowspiracy, I was like, oh, no, I can't. <laughs> can... No more burgers for me. Um, uh, What else was there? Uh... Mm-hmm. Oh, Forks Over Knives. That was good, too, um, documentary-wise. Um, so there's a lot of cool things out there, and it um, you know, if you have a Netflix account, you can check it out there. And I think on YouTube, they have, you know, you can find them on there too.
0: Yeah, I've, I've watched What the Health recently on Netflix. And i watched Cowspiracy, I think last
1: year. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah.
0: What the Health really, I liked how that one was done. Mm-hmm. Actually,
1: that one. It was good. Yeah, I really liked that one too.
0: What I took away from that one is. More so, like, how kind of scary these um, organizations, like uh, Diabetes Cancers Organizations, mm-hmm. so, I don't know what they're called, uh, Cancer Societies?
1: Right, yeah, the company that they have. Yeah, I thought it was cool that he, like, went in there, you know? Like, it wasn't like he was just talking about it. Like, he actually went into the places to ask some questions.
0: Yeah, it was really scary that the different meals they recommend to their patients are the ones that are killing Mm -hmm.
1: yeah it's a like it's i i think as a society people don't really realize like how much um money you know is made off of certain things yeah um so it's just you know about being aware and um learning you know as much as you can like i was saying
0: yeah for sure It
1: was very eye-opening. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And kind of scary.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And, like, with the Cowspiracy one, it was just, like, wow. Like, you don't realize what's happening because a lot of things are behind closed doors, you know. So just to see, like, how the animals were treated and, like, what, you know, was happening just to, you know, make certain things that you would eat, you know, on a day-to-day basis is just, like whoa like that's how it gets to your plate that's how it gets to the grocery store it was intense yeah it was very eye-opening with the Mm -hmm. documentaries um so it just like broadened my scope of things and I was like wow like Mm -hmm. and you really have a voice when you spend your money on things
0: yeah for sure I remember reading uh Short, like, article on Instagram how somewhere in Europe the dairy consumption has decreased over the past three years. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, and a lot of things, like, um, over there, like, ingredient wise, that I've been looking up, um, that doesn't fly over there that they're used in the United States. So it's like pretty interesting to see what they can get away with in the US versus like places in Europe. Oh really? Yeah. So like for companies they'll be able to use them in the US but over over in Europe they're banned. So they can't put them in their products. So there's something called BHA. Um but like the UK doesn't allow that in infant foods. It was where I was reading. And um And then parts of the European Union and Japan, um, it's banned. Um, So it's, like, really interesting to see, like, what is allowed in certain places. Hmm. Because there's, like, so many chemicals out there that you would never know, you know, unless you read the back of the label.
0: Yeah. Since becoming a vegan, I've learned the importance of reading labels. Oh, yeah. And, like... Now it's second nature to me.
1: Like, I have to know mm-hmm. what's in it. Like, yeah. immediately now I flip things over. <laughs> and I'll, yeah. like, um, talk to – like, I'll try, you know, like, to tell, like, my mom and stuff. Like, hey, like, you know, what's what's in it? Like, you know, don't just look at the front. Because um, a lot of times, you know, like, it'll say natural. It'll say, you know, 100% this. And then you turn mm-hmm. it around. And it's like, mom. really?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like I um that that happens a lot with when you see nut butters. Mm-hmm. Like peanut butter, it'll say on the front like I would say it will say peanut butter, 100% peanut butter, or natural peanut butter, but when you look at the back, it's said like the first ingredient sugar, right,
1: cane sugar, some oil, like
0: yeah, like extra stuff.
1: Yeah, and it's just like, man, why? Why do you have to do this to the peanut
0: butter? Yeah, it's marketing, I guess. Yeah,
1: definitely, and it works. It definitely works.
0: Yeah, it's a good skill to, or not skill, just a good thing to do. do Yeah, check labels because they just put anything and everything.
1: Yeah, and then I think they make the words, you know, um, like confusing and hard to say, so that it confuses you.
0: You know, so you're just
1: like, oh, well, okay, I don't really know what that is. So, yeah, it's really important to, like, look it up and find out for yourself what you're putting into your body. That's kind of what, like, pushed me to, like, try to keep things as simple as possible. Because, you know, Mm -hmm. there's so so much information out there. You know, it's really hard. um, Like, because you can get confused so easily, you know, like, oh, this site says this, this site says that, um, because I don't even know what this is, you know, Uh, but it's, like, if you try to, you know, get back to the basics, you know, and eat things in their, um, like, raw – well, not, like, literally, like, you have to eat raw, um, but, you know, like, their purest form, like, you know, how they're made, um, and, you know, cook with things like that, um, it will be easier, to, you know, to know what's actually in the stuff that you're eating.
0: Right. Yeah, that's a good point. I totally agree with that. I find that now, like, in recent times, I'm starting to do that just – like just eating simple meals right so i guess we could just conclude with some resources that you have come across in your journey that you could recommend to vegans or plant-based people or people who are interested in
1: plant-based lifestyle veganism Mm -hmm. yeah on my website um I have a like a resources tab that has um, documentaries, um, kitchen tools, cookbooks, all that good stuff. Um, so like I was saying before, I mentioned the the um documentaries before, but cookbooks that I enjoy now, um some are um, good vibrations. I love her. And um, Crazy Sexy Diet was a really good one um, in the beginning of my journey just to, you know, like decipher, like, um, you know, pH, what's alkaline, what's acidic, um, you know, like dairy and things like that. Um, So that was a really good one. And I think also, like, finding other like-minded people helps, you know, a lot, Um, like, you know, that you can actually be face-to-face with or have a conversation with. So, like, you can use meetup.com, you know, type in vegan if you're looking for vegans. Um, Happycow.net has a lot of events on there that you can go and meet people. And then um, Instagram has been really helpful um, for me, like, finding other like-minded people. Um, So, I follow a couple people on there. Um, Doctor, like, if you can research some things dr sabi is cool to look into dr robert morris and i also follow um, another wellness blogger that comes to mind is that's chelsea um so she has a lot of plant-based stuff on her website and instagram too um yeah so you know it's a lot of different things out there but those are just some things that come to mind
0: for those listeners that are Starting to transition into this type of lifestyle, what is some advice you could give them?
1: Ooh. Um, with transitioning, I think that it's important to be patient with yourself um, and to, like, you know, not be so hard, like, not judgmental on yourself because you may have to take a couple steps back, you know, to go forward. Um, And people fall off the wagon all the time. Um, So just, you know, being patient, um, taking things day by day, um, small changes over time lead to lasting and big results. Um, Also, it's, you know, I think it's important to know that it's, you know, it's your journey. So that it's whatever it looks like for you. You know what I mean? So it's easy to look on social media, you know, and see, like, oh, wow, like, this person looks so great and, you know, looks so perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, But in all actuality, like, no one is perfect. So just doing the best you can, um, learning as much as you can, and keeping an open mind because there are things that you're going to have to unlearn as well as there's things that you're going to have to learn. So um, creating new habits and ditching old habits takes, you know, time. It takes patience um, and dedication, too. So just keeping, you know, the goals that you have in your mind um, to the forefront, knowing your why of why you're actually doing it um, helps, you know, when trials and (laughs) tribulations uh, come along your journey.